Hello, everybody. I'm with a very special WTS 188. Here we are now. Uh, we're doing this at the end of <laughs> a mad little even. Jumpers for goalposts. Mero, how are you, bud? I'm great. It's back in the brack, and it, this is the eighth Jumpers for goalpost that we've done, and it's probably been the most successful in terms of. I can't believe the amount of people that showed up tonight, even though it's like today has just been downpour after downpour then a bit of sun then a downpour then a bit of sun and uh, people still showed up Pooch Davis was here what a legend League of Ireland legend was here um, but yeah it was great oh, it's been absolutely brilliant and uh, it's the first time I've been here you've been at most of them or you've been at a few of them anyway and uh, blown away by the amount of people that have turned up blown away by some of the skills on show didn't think the lads still had it you know what I mean Showboating, showboating non stop out there. There was a few nutmegs, a few little cheeky dinks over Absolute the top. And torns. A few little oh, torns, yeah. had a few uh, nutmegs and a few torns. I think he was nutmeg three times and there was a torn on him once. I don't know, he's going to dispute those figures. Do you know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he's going he to dispute those figures. But um, it's a brilliant initiative. And uh, the fact that so many people came out, despite the weather and everything else, man, is absolutely brilliant. And the, the, the main man behind it, Key Kelly. We've said it a hundred times in this podcast. Uh, he's a pillar of this community, yeah. and and it's brilliant to see this working out. Like absolutely, um, and that's what he's looking for in different communities all over the country. So he he would accept that he's so modest that he would accept that he is a pillar of the community. But he is. Let's call a spade a spade. And uh, if we can get other uh, community leaders to take this on take this initiative on like like th- there's Keith and then there's Mick Nolan and then there's me and there's me dad that we, we've been kind of well, to be honest Keith's dragged us into it <laughs> you know he didn't ask us it was just like here I'm doing this you're doing it and I know for a fact that I get messages on the days after it about people not necessarily looking for help but just uh, just saying how good for the soul this was it's only an hour and a half or something you know, it's a yeah. and people are just do, do be buzzing afterwards. That's brilliant, and you can see like when people were leaving, there was nothing but smiles on faces there. Yeah. Not a few limps, a few people hobbling. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's more to do with the fact that age caught up with them and they're not quite able. Do you know what I mean? But brilliant to see, and like they're all going to be in bits tomorrow. Yeah, they are absolutely. But I'd say they do it all over again as well. You know what I mean? So, um, and the fact that it's its origins are here in the brack. As you said, this is back in the brack. This is the eighth time this has happened um, it's happened all over the borough Shankill Sally Noggin um, it's there Mead happening in Galway it's happening in Galway actually it's happening in Galway this week and what brought Ballyrack to world news this year Fernando that's right we tried to get him for today but he's going to be in the Galway on, on the 11th which doesn't matter because what do you always say behind the fourth wall is it Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. I, I go with peeling back the curtain. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Peeling back the curtain. Breaking the fourth wall is still that's that's a more journalistic <laughs> slash WWE way of putting. That's not that's not what I wanted. Um, but like I'll get I'll get a word with me dad. Like that. Mark, I'll jump in for a minute there. Come on. You've been referenced on this podcast about four hundred times, and yet the people haven't had the privilege of hearing your dulcet tones. Tell us what's it like really living with this lad. <laughs> but, just, but before that, he's actually the secretary of Jumbers for Goldfoss. The what? The secretary. No, I'm taking notes. People still saying that's a good boy's hair. It's been absolutely brilliant. Um, Marco, you, you are involved in this as well. What, what does this stuff mean to you? Just make sure Keith doesn't play. It's good enough. Week about his, oh, my leg. Pull the hammy, that kind of thing. 
Ja, vi har da ham i. Pull a tookie. Here's age, that's all you can pull now. Jesus. Don't edit that out now, Daniel. Absolutely wouldn't. Wouldn't. It was great to hone out again, wasn't it? 25 or so. By the way, I'd just like to say to Daddy Merrill, happy anniversary. Thank you. That's right, yeah. Me and Keith have known each other 30 odd years. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, as you were saying, it's about 400 or so out there, but it didn't seem to bother anybody. I like the way Keith played a flat back 10 for the bibs, <laughs> and he just told the lads without the bibs, well, you aren't good enough. So. The lads without the bibs are my team. We played 15 at the back, five in midfield. And Graham lost again. Oh, yeah. did, did you fall victim to the next goal, next goal wins, real? Yeah, or? Wins, yeah, and a couple of lads had to go in for their dinner. That's right, yeah. I just called in for my dinner, but he said, No, ma'am, stay now. You won't tell me what to do. I actually remember years ago, a lad on Air Road had to be called in for his dinner, right? And he came back out after about 60 seconds, and we were thinking, Christopher Paulian, we were like, How did you finish your dinner already? And he came out with a sandwich bag with his fish fingers and his beans. He was eating them out of his hands. he was playing ball. his In his pocket. That is that's, that's commitment to the game, man. Yeah. That is commitment yeah. to the game. It's a love for the game. That's it. And yeah. fish fingers, I wouldn't knock him for that. <laughs> this is it. I can't remember who told me there a little while ago fish fingers on bread with salad cream. Yeah, see, that, that, that was me doing with the cheese. Block of cheese we got, hasn't it? Block of cheese. Exaggerating again. I told him a million times to stop exaggerating. You want to kick him out of his one? Ah, no, I wouldn't do that. It's <laughs> the rent, Dan. I need the rent. <laughs> Are you going to let him get a dog for his birthday this year, Mark? No. It's <laughs> before it. <laughs> That'd be a bit woof. <laughs> Right, back to George Vergal. Back to George Vergal, That yeah. was the intro, was it? Uh, I, I don't even know what this is. We don't do outside broadcasts right, We talked often. to a couple of people during it, so here's all those interviews, uh, getting a taste of what it was like during the day. And lads, you always keep up the good book. Best podcast around. Thanks, Mark. Love Thanks. He's, he's biased, though. Yeah, Maybe. I like Danny. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do well in. harsh, son. Yeah. harsh. Uh, we're down at the end field in Ballyrack at Ashlon Park um, and we're at Jumbers for Go Post number 8 back in the brack and we're joined by the creator of such this great uh, initiative Keith Kelly how are you Keith? I'm really good Graham I forgot to say as well friend of the show Keith Kelly um, oh man I was going to correct you but yeah. you saved yourself you always do um, Keith um, he's, he's getting distracted here he's, there's no manners no manners. Oh, you just even run the show here, man. <laughs> yeah. um, Keith, this yes. is the eighth, and I can't get over the, the turnout. There's about 42 lads on the pitch. The numbers are going all over the place. Yeah. There's, lads, yeah. there's lads jumping in, yeah. jumping out. That, that's what, but that's what happens at all the all the other previous ones we had. We had one up in Shankill, half 11, and people are still showing up at 10 past 12. But my team, I was I picked the team, and I have 10 at the back, yeah. and 15 in I midfield, and 5 up front. But the good thing about you know lads just turning up because if the game's a little bit lopsided, you just throw you just throw the guy who arrives on the team that's not doing too well, and it evens things up a bit, you know. That's it. That's it. It is proper old school, isn't it? In many ways. Oh, definitely. Um, and you know, the whole concept is about getting people out, connecting face to face. I mean, I suppose myself, I struggled a lot with my mental health in my days, and I isolated so much. Um, so for me, making a connection with people is vital for me, do you know, and that's, I suppose, 
that's where it all stemmed from and a, and a poem I, I done a few years ago um, about my childhood and it resonated with so many people because it was a summer's day, I was in the garden, um, the kids were off school, but there wasn't a sinner out playing, no, no kids, nothing. Um, and in my day it was, it was literally get a ball and throw some jumpers down and away you, away you went. So I threw the idea out last year. Um, see what people turn up to something without alcohol involved, you know? Um, and I, I'm sort of getting to an age now where I see... I meet a lot of old people at funerals, and I don't want to make that sound, you know, sad or anything, but that's the reality. Um, you reconnect at funerals. Is yeah, that, is that but, a- yeah, but that's the only sort of place where I see people at gatherings. Um, so I'll throw an invite and see what lads turn up last year, and 50 lads turned up. And since then, people have been... The appetite has just been huge for, for more games, do you know? What was your expectation? Did you have an expectation? No, because I think if you put an expectation on things, then you get upset if, if 20 don't turn up, then you get upset if 30 don't turn up. So listen, if, if 10 lads turn up, you're a winner, do you know what I mean? Because if 10 lads doing something that they haven't been doing the week before, um, it's all about getting lads up off the couch, reconnecting, um, we have all the signposts for all the local services on our website if, if lads are struggling or whatever. Um, and look, it gives people the space to maybe say to someone, listen, I'm not having a good day. Um, and people might open up, do you know, the sort of way. And we had um, we had the opportunity to showcase the initiative at uh, Halftime of Shamrock Rovers versus Bran. Is there a hope... Um, like that was good. That was great publicity considering the game involved. Is there a hope that maybe other League of Ireland clubs jump along? Do you know, Graham, that is the hope. Um, because I firmly believe that this this is just my belief that um, Ireland as a nation, we're not. There's no more. There's no more street ballers making the level to the top level um, playing for Ireland. Um, and for me, this is where you learn your craft. Um, out in the streets, out, out in the field, throw jumpers down. There's no structure to it. Um, it's played in a good spirit. But as, young, as a young lad, this is where I learned my craft, you know. And you, I'm hoping re- young kids in the border see what we're doing and replicate it, you know. Yeah. But I, I do think all League of Ireland clubs should, should get involved and be curious about what we're doing. And um, yeah, ask us, ask us out on board, and, and we're willing to go anywhere, you know. What I love about this kid is and. I know what you mentioned about getting young lads out playing ball again because you don't see it anywhere. You don't see jumpers for goalposts no. anywhere near as much as you used to. But there's teenagers out there and there's lads as old as 69 and more. Yeah. And like. Yeah, just fell on the Very odd slip there. Uh, <laughs> you'll see some of them have a great little touch, but there's, there's a bit of crack, you know what I mean? There's lads showboating, there's lads who are just. They get the ball, they kick it away as fast as they can because they don't want to be embarrassed. Uh, not naming names, Paul Howard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do you know what I mean? It's brilliant to see, like, and, and the fact that so many people have turned up, not just to play, there's people here just on the sideline watching and having yeah. a bit of crack, talking to people. And it's pissing rain. Exactly. It is, it, it's a wonderful thing for any community, genuinely fair play to them. Do you know, Joshua Goldpost isn't really... The football is the hook, OK? Yeah. Mm. But if you don't play, just turn up. And if you don't want to have a kick about... Plenty of lads here on the line who'll have a chat, and there's plenty of women here as well. Um, yeah, just turn up. So, you know, it's for people of all ability, races, age, abilities. You know, abilities. I mean, there's a, there's a guy out there, um, John McCormick, 69, 69 years of age. Oh my God, that's. Oh yeah, I think that's fantastic. You know, he's out there 
with a gang of lads and he's playing ball and it's probably something he hasn't done in God knows how long. I know you haven't seen Joe in probably a year. Um, so to make a face, face-to-face connection with, with people, you can't put a value on that, you know? Keith, now would a bit that you absolutely hate, but uh, where can people learn more about this? Uh, um, you can contact Keith at jumpersforgoalpost.ie um, We have a website, www.jumpersforgoalpost.ie um, Keith at 97 Twitter I think I think um, and on Facebook Jumpers for Goalposts and look and all of our Facebooks yeah and uh, there's lots of communities getting on board and I want to we'd, we'd hope to spreads everywhere and, and listen we're looking for community leaders to take the initiative on board we'll give them all the help we can and just run with it it's really is as simple as putting it, an invitation out and see who turns up and get it going brilliant and uh, genuinely man it's, it's brilliant to see so many people out here it's 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 brilliant to see something so simple like th- that's one of the most appealing things about this it's just the simplicity of it yeah. throw a couple of hoodies down get a ball have a bit of crack yeah. you know yeah. what I mean there's, yeah. no, there's nothing fancy there's no. nothing it's effectively the Ryanair no frills thing but you know what I mean yeah. I'm not saying you're Michael O'Leary no, right I, 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 and you know what Dan? he is he seems to sound like Michael O'Leary Danny Tells me I'm doing something without asking. These lads have been talking about this for weeks, and that's what happens, and that creates that buzz. And isn't it, isn't it better to be talking about something positive, isn't it, in your life? Do you know that's what I mean? It, man. That's yeah. it, you know? Uh, but generally, fair play, congratulations on the keep, and uh, more power to you. I hope this keeps going, because it's absolutely brilliant. Thanks very much. We're joined now by one of the lads behind the scenes from uh, Jumbers for Goalpost. He's a bit of a digital content creator. Would that be fair to say, Michael Nolan? Yeah, I suppose it would be fair to say in, in a roundabout way yeah <laughs> you absolutely saved me by giving me a windsock that I forgot to bring myself I so I, I always carry a new windsock yeah. with me you know anywhere I go it was either that you were getting my sock off me foot that works so I don't have to do with mine again do I uh, you're my Keith yeah Keith heckling sure. from the sidelines there um, Mick tell us a bit about your role then uh, Grand Centre behind the scenes but uh Seen you there, you had the, the old drone out, some of the drone footage from some of the other games and that sort of thing. What uh, what has you involved with all of this? Um, well, originally I saw uh, Keith's post on Facebook about getting a game of football, old school game of football together, using jumpers for goalposts. And I says, yeah, sounds interesting. I said, I only live around the corner, you know, so I said I, I dand her down to, to see how he got on <laughs> with his organisational skills. <laughs> And I was very surprised he got a good turnout. Well, see, so I brought he, my cameras down. He doesn't ask people, he just tells you. you know. Well, he tells me I'm going. <laughs> yeah, and I got that sense from the Facebook post. It was, <laughs> a, it was a sort of a implicit threat there going on. You know, like. I was like, what's he tagging me in now? Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go. Well, Charlotte, look, lads. You are out here in gorgeous Irish summer weather as the rain absolutely batters us. With about 40 so, lads. Soft day, thank God. <laughs> exactly, yeah. There's about 40 lads out there kicking a ball around. There's about another, I'm no good with uh, crowd numbers, but I'd say at least a million of them on the sidelines <laughs> watching. And Keith still hasn't called half time. Yeah, yeah, he's putting them through their paces out there. It's like pre season training. Nah, it's good stuff, good stuff. And now, uh, just getting back to it, like, it was, you know, I just thought it was a great idea. Yeah. And you, you can see the response here, like, as I say. 40 lads, at least 40 lads out on the pitch there at the moment um, which is a bit mad because yeah. there's no room for them to do anything <laughs> um, I was, I was going to say the pitch could have been made a little bit bigger but then you would have been really pushing their fitness levels I suppose yeah. you know what I mean? yeah. a few lads hands on knees and just <laughs> they're soaking the oxygen out of the entire area right now 
little vortex without caring yeah. in the face yeah. now. Yeah. Um, That's probably what's pulling the rain down out of the clouds. Actually, cool. yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a few of the lads there. I've noticed Mark Merrigan has uh, escaped over for cover behind under the trees. He's not brave enough for the for the little shower we're having at the moment. <laughs> the anyway. Little shower. So, what? Obviously, you're bringing the digital element to it, then, and you're complimenting Keith's just the ability to row people in um, and and drag them along with him for the ride, like. Yeah, yeah. So look, as I said, it was a, I thought it was a great idea. So I, I'd, I'd brought my cameras around on the first day. So I've now been hooked into it ever since. Um, so I should say, Keith's a great man for getting people doing things. <laughs> and, and you sort of you feel you can't turn them down, you know. So yeah, I've been at each of the matches now, and I've even been in Rovers. The first time I've graced a Rovers game in twenty-five five yeah. years. Jesus, yeah. I know we'll get people yeah. in there no matter what. Like that's the thing, you know. Um, um, so yeah, so look, I'm, I'm putting together stuff for them, uh, putting some graphics and videos together, um, and that's hopefully uh, that's my small part in trying to keep the momentum going. Um, seems seems to be working. There's there's a good crowd out there now again today, um, and there's four, there's there's four or five games being played in August across the country: Galway, Leash, Kildare, uh, Kildare. Um, yeah, good stuff. It's good stuff, and it's great. It's great for the head. I don't play football at all. Putting <laughs> 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 kicks now off a rope. Yeah, well, <laughs> sport and me don't really mix. It's the social gathering. It's the social gathering. It's the social element. That's, that's it. That's, that's, that's it. That's the important part. Don't you? Will you try to get to some of the other games saying that are going on around August time? Uh, we'll see, we'll see, you know, family commitments and all that, um, we'll see, the kids are still off and they expect their parents to entertain them, somewhat, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll have to do that, you know. Brilliant, brilliant, and uh, if people want to catch some of your own work then, Mick, where can they get you on the social media one? Uh, digi- well, Twitter, Digital Dub 1, I think I am on Twitter, yeah. and, and digitaldub.ie website and Instagram and Brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Well, fair play, man, for getting involved and for doing it. The videos have been great. The drone footage looks amazing at all of them that I've seen. And uh, I'm sure these lads will definitely appreciate whatever post-production you can do to make their calves stand out and <laughs> give some of them a little bit of a ticker. Like, yeah, I've been doing that all along. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> the special effects. Exactly, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Post-production. Brilliant. Thanks, man. Mick. Okay, no problem. Thanks, Mick. We're now joined by uh, League of Ireland legend Eugene Pooch Davis. How are you, Eugene? Uh, feeling great, thank God, yeah. What yeah, has, what has you come down here? Well, Trevor, the son there, told me today there, they're all meeting up for uh, his charity match, so uh, just said I'd give it me support best I can, you know? Deadly. And of course, you are a legend in League of Ireland circles. But <laughs> is something like Jumpers for Goalposts, before you became a legend in the league, did, is it something that you oh, would have done grown up? Yeah, without a doubt. I lived in... Um, Sally Noggin Road there and we used to always play in the park across the road from uh, you know the Noggin Inn there yeah and we also used to play which was I, I think was great back in the day uh, playing in the gates over in O'Rourke Park right you know like you, you can picture the, the size of a of a gate going into a house and that used to be the, the goal and there used to be another gate then over the other side and uh, so we used to be playing there at 10 o'clock at night and just stop like everyone had to stop when the cars were coming by but you'd never see that now no you, you wouldn't see kids playing on, on on the road now at all like you know what i mean they're all into these uh the video games and all that from very early very very early early age you know what i mean so you know i think think that's gone out of football you know and um 
same all the way up right up to the Irish team now um, I mean back in the day you know when we had the Charlton era uh, you know a lot of the players were their grandmothers and all were from from uh, Ireland you know and they were, we were getting people you know like Aldridge and Houghton and, and them lads you know yeah. uh, it's hard to see it's hard to see uh, Ireland now you know, qualifying. With no street footballers, like, is it? Well, no, no, real. They sort of have a structure now, I think, in the FAI now, you know, where hopefully there'll be kids coming through. Yeah. But again, they don't get a chance now. I mean, the days of the, the Liam Brady's and the Stapleton and all, um, going from under 15 and Arsenal right up to playing the first team, they're gone. Yeah. They're gone. Because the, the clubs are just, they, they need instant success now. Yeah. They're just going and they're buying anybody that they can. Would you say you were good or bad? Would you say your experience as a kid from jumpers for goalposts did that help you? Like you, you played against Inter Milan in well, European AC, AC, AC Milan. Milan sorry, yeah, yeah. so uh, Milan. Yeah, yeah. 19, I'm, I'm not editing that crap. <laughs> Edit it. 1975. Uh, believe it or not. Giovanni Trapattoni was the manager then, wasn't he? Uh, he AC was. Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think about you learned your craft out playing on the streets? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Well, there was no coaching back in them days. Not like he didn't have coaches now. Like you know, he just played. Remember Johnny King, Brendan Harmon, all them in in uh, Tommy Talent. Is still is still down in Josephs. You know, and it's all this. Yeah, um, it's, it's as I say, there's there's too many there's too many um, too many uh, things going on apart from football now, because uh, I remember uh, when I managed cross Celtic uh, when I finished playing football. Um, one of the lads coming up to me and saying, uh, I won't be able to play on Sunday. Uh, the, the, the mats, the mats going over to England for a, for a hen's party, you know, to win the, the kids. Like, you know, that was, <laughs> never heard of that back in their day. You know what I mean? But like, do you think then, Roy, was there an avenue when you were growing up or did you see people, obviously, we all struggle in life. Um, do you think it, it was easy? For men to open up in them days, or was it not not talked about at all in the dressing room? Like if you if you were struggling in life, and uh, no, it was never mentioned. No, but I must say, you know, like growing up and all, I had a very happy time growing up, and mm. I played in the League of Ireland for twenty years. You know, and the guys that I met from day one, you know, till when I finished up in nineteen ninety, there, um, after Bray won the cup. Um, you know, uh, no, I never, never, never uh, the, the the issues that's going on now, nowadays. We were, you know, a couple of beers and a game of cards or whatever, you know, and uh, everyone looking after one another. And there was none of this fighting and all these and all over the place. You know, lads getting stabbed now in town at night and all that. So you'd be afraid to go into town now at night, like you know what I mean. You would, there's no doubt. Deadly. Well, look, thanks. It's been it's great to see you as always. Yeah, well, it's great to and, see uh, some of the lads here. I haven't seen them for a while anyway, and it's, it's great to see the support that you are getting. And yeah. Fair play to you anyway for, for organising it. And uh, I hope, as I said, everything goes 100% and uh, you still well out of it. And at the end of the day, if you are happy, that's all That's all you can do. Well, you you know? can't end it more than that. Perfect ending. Okay. Thanks, thanks so much. All right. No, no bother.
I'm, I'm, I can't do an interview. I'm, I'm too emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to shape. me after. Beauty friends. <laughs> uh, you told me the standard was shit. <laughs> and then it was misled. It was misled. A lot of them are very good, you know. So I'm disappointed. Like you know, I'm disappointed. Uh, you thought I was playing, did you? <laughs> yeah. You'd have got past me. Jesus, you'd have turned me actually. You can probably kick a ball better than half the lads out there, Graham. Nah, it was uh, it was a difficult match. The conditions weren't great, now to be honest. For a man with runners and glasses, uh, you know, slow, puny. You know, nothing really going for me out there. You know, but look, I gave it my best. No one can ask any more than that. You miss Pooch. Huh? You missed Pooch Davis. Oh, did I? He was yeah. watching you. Oh, really? What did he think? He, is, is that where he's gone? He said, that, <laughs> <laughs> he said, is that the broken thought I was Darth Vader? <laughs> he was Darth Vader. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Everyone in Ballybrack knows he was Darth Vader. Those, of course, are the words of uh, Paul Howard, who at this stage is more or less a presenter on this podcast. So, uh, Paul, first of all, uh, great night for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought they should have put the roof on like when the rain started. I think it would have been a different game altogether, you know. But anyway, it's it's it is a great night for it. It doesn't matter what the weather is, like a kick about a bit of fun, it's uh well, how's it down here? Well, you know, it's um yeah, like Keith Kelly is a great friend of mine from my youth, you know, great friend of the Howards. And uh when he told me about jumpers for goalposts, I uh, I just immediately thought it's a great idea, you know, getting everyone together. Uh, I was in Cromlech Fields where I grew up uh, about two weeks ago. We were doing some filming there and there's nobody out playing football anymore. There's no kids. There's signs up telling kids not to play football on the street, you know, and it broke my heart to see it because that's how we played, you know. I wouldn't be the player I am today. Uh, <laughs> you know. Serious interview, serious interview. Lads, would you keep the laughter down? One more episode. Let's go again. Uh, Collective I, I wouldn't be the player I, I could have been <laughs> if, uh, if it hadn't been for that, you know. So, But when I heard about this initiative, you know, I, I just thought it's a great idea. And it's a great way to see old friends as well. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, a, it's great to be able to walk through Ashlawn finally and, and not get beaten up as well, you know, so it's, there's, no, there's nothing bad about it. Uh, are you disappointed Keith wasn't out there so you could really well, I, I, see, I, I think Keith would probably be the only player potentially worse than me out there, like, you know, and I was looking forward to a few one-on-ones. Yeah. Well, I, can, I can get out there if happen. I want. Well, if you want the yeah. bib, it's yours, you know. I'll, I'll take the bib, the jersey, everything. <laughs> no, a man with glasses has no business being on a, a field like that, you know. With players, they're business, they're business players, like, you know. Like they're kind of very nearly League of Ireland standard, I would say. You know, you know that muck you watch. You know, <laughs> no need for that. Now. <laughs> you have Richie Parsons out there, and Rod DeCores. Rod DeCores, you know, two two greats, you know, who. Oh, yeah, Pinch, Pinch Davis watching League of Ireland. This place full of League of Ireland. Yeah, guess. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, the, all the all the greats, you know. I interviewed Richie uh, back in my sports writing days, and Rod as well, you know. Really? Uh, well, they would. Most players would never give you an interview, you know, because of the, the connection to the borough, the lads always would give you an interview, you know, and Pooch would as well, but he never really talked about that day in Bally, in Tesco Home and Where when, when he was Darth Vader, you know. My brother went in the back room and he saw him take the helmet off. 
Vader took the helmet off and he said it was Pooch Davis. He swore, like, so, Put you know, I can only... Put line into Ballyrack Boys. Oh, it's going in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going in, yeah. You mentioned the film in there, so last time you were on this podcast, you mentioned Ballyrack Boys, so has th- have things progressed a little bit? Well, that's not... We were, uh, no, there's... Um, RT are doing a documentary about 21 years of Ross O'Carroll Kelly, so ah. that's the reason they were in, we were in Ballybrack. They just wanted to kind of film where I grew up and went back to the old house and... Went in and chatted to the neighbours and everything, I believe you know. met Marie Lockerl. That's right, yeah, 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 yeah. So Marie and my mother were great friends, you know. And uh, the only time my mother ever drank was Christmas Day. She'd go in to Marie's and she'd, she'd make her a snowball at about 10 in the morning. What's a snowball? I don't know. I think it, there's Malibu oh, involved. Possibly, but there's there's also Malibu, Malibu involved because the kitchen always smelled of coconut, you know. It was either suntan lotion or Malibu. Grand's <laughs> bedroom. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I've written like I've written a few episodes of of um, Ballybrack Boys, and uh, we're talking to a few um, broadcasters at the moment, you know, about um, about the rights, you know, like, well, I, about them actually making it, you know. Yeah. So is it looking um, like it will be made? Yeah. Yeah, oh it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's exciting, like, you know, because it's kind of... What's my role? Uh, well, every, you're all in it, you know, <laughs> like, you know. Uh, I might get you to play one of the Vietnamese kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I found out the Vietnamese... You know, we lived, the Vietnamese lived just in front of us, you know. Yeah. They were both people. They were refugees out of Vietnam in the late 70s. And they housed them in Crom in Cromlick. Did I tell you the story before? <laughs> they were all in the uh, they, they were all in the living room, you know, and they're looking out through the window, and all they can see is all the local kids looking in like this, right, at the little kid, because the little baby. We never seen anything but white people before. Like this is Ireland of the Ireland of Ballybrack of the 70s, you know, and 80s. We'd only ever seen white people, so all the kids are looking in, and then you're, Mister, give us a look at your Chinese baby. No way. It's like uh, into the West. They're trying yeah, yeah. to watch the film. <laughs> so what happened for them was they they had they moved apparently because uh, there was a fire in the house and they had about like ninety cans of propane in the garden. <laughs> they had to evacuate after Cromlock Fields one night. Jesus, <laughs> so that'll be in it. <laughs> that looked brilliant. Um, bringing it back to Jumbers for Goalposts. Um, in, in terms of, like, we've talked to a lot of people over the last couple of weeks and the last couple of months, even privately, not necessarily on the podcast, but initiatives like this will, or do you think initiatives like this will make men particularly more vulnerable yeah. men? Yeah, will it yeah. make them more comfortable talking well, about I, I think, I, I just think back to my childhood uh, when there'd be a gang of about 25 or 30 of us like this, two teams... You know, someone comes off, someone comes on, someone goes home for their dinner, somebody comes out, you pick a side, and it, and you might finish with a totally different team to the team you started yeah, yeah, with, but yeah. you're still keeping score. And, like, when I was... I was think, thinking back to that tonight, when I was that age, we talked about everything. Like, we hung, we hung out together, we shared stuff with each other, we shared, you know, not necessarily intimacies, but we actually talked to each other, and we all knew each other's business, you know? And then you get to a certain stage of adolescence when silence creeps in especially Irish people we don't Irish men we don't talk to each other yeah. we just don't and when you have when people have problems they, they suffer alone it's that thing of you're taught uh, I, su- I suppose it's like a cultural thing that's sto- you know to be stoic yeah. you know that's the thing you don't share your problems just be stoic and 
and things like this are great because you know if, if you don't play an organized sport like you know if you're not at that level if you're not still playing football at 40 years of age yeah. uh, you've no outlet you know you're not meeting lo- exactly, yeah. mo- loads of men like this together you know? at school. sorry kind of ends for some men at school well it does it does because you know we all go off you know we find a partner we get married or you know you shack up and then you spend 80 percent 90 percent of your time with them and your only other out- outlet then tends to be work colleagues you know you don't share anything with your work colleagues like you know because you have to work with them but this is just great for reconnecting people you know I notice a lot of lads here don't even live in the area anymore you know I don't someone's from Bray someone's like a look from Bray yeah yeah, yeah. it's great it's over now it's getting very noisy so Paul thanks for yeah. your few moments pleasure there. absolute you pleasure you know I got man of the match you know I don't know I mean others I have to say others helped as well like you know I think some of the others played a contribution as well but you know I can't take all the credit but uh, thanks very much for the glassware anyway. <laughs> thanks very much, okay? <laughs> was that that was uh, actually great crack there, Dan? It was, it was brilliant. Uh, great to hear from those people and even just the crack out on the pitch. I know I keep referencing that, but like, you know, people will have heard the laughter in the background, the shouting in the background, a few ears and ass. It was a bit like when you wheeled through Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> you're still here you were only asked a few words at the start oh, you sorry. I'm about to go now there's always a microphone here for you well I wasn't on the intro you were that was the intro <laughs> doesn't matter oh man well, why you just keep it professional let's yeah, look, look we're a polished machine at this point yeah um, yeah man this is brilliant I enjoyed this I think we might have to do Next year when there's an anniversary or something, we'll do it all over again. Yeah, well, you, you know, I was like, this could be, this could turn into something monthly because, I mean, as Keith was saying when we were speaking to him, that um, people were asking, so people missed the first one. So we did the, did the first one a year ago, then we did the second one maybe six, seven weeks ago. But after you finish one, people are like, oh shit, I missed it, and they're contacting you on uh, Facebook and all and saying, when's the next one? When's the next one? So who knows? I mean, if it happens, if it happens monthly, so be it. Um, but the major thing is that it's not going to be competitive. It's just going to be literally jumpers for goalposts. Put them down, have a bit of crack, have a bit of laugh, and uh, go in for your dinner. That's it. That's it. Jumpersforgoalposts.ie, lads, or check out the hashtag J4G. Um, I've loved this. I think we'll have to do another outside broadcast soon, man. Or maybe a live show. Yes. Who knows? But anyway, um, yeah, and give Keith a follow. Keith's a diamond and Digital Dub as well, who saved me by giving me a windsock to improve the sound on this podcast presentation. Graham, if people want to get more of us, where and how? Uh, they can get me at Mary Gamay, they can get you at Dan Joe Murray. They can listen to all of our podcasts by searching WTS Pod on any podcast provider Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, Podbean, anywhere, pod, anywhere, anywhere you can get a podcast. Go to WTSPod.com or you can search WTS Pod on Twitter. 10 out of 10, of course. Yes. 10 out of 10. Um, that's it from Ballybrack for this time, lads. But we'll be back, back in the bracket yet again. Pooch Davis, oh my god. Clear <laughs> Full hearts. Can't lose. Too sweet.